Hello. And welcome to Two Tunes Podcast. Oh, I should we should have done podcast as two separate <laughs> syllables as well. Oh, well. Oh, I, I thought we were going to do it together. Two Tunes Podcast. I don't know. I didn't know we were doing that, so. Because <laughs> everything's off the cuff. Yeah. Um, Speaking of which, we're going to be real off the cuff today. Yes. Yes, we are, because... Uh, <laughs> so we- to clue people in, because <laughs> every episode is somebody's first episode, Bo. Clue people in a little bit on this. So uh, we've got a few... So anyway, sorry. What our podcast is about is um, we ramble about a lot of things, but the crux of it is that we each bring a tune. Crux or crux? Crux, which is also a band. It was also a comic. Sure. Um, but we each bring in a tune and discuss it. And the the ground rules that we set forth for ourselves way back when, when we started this, was we would get roughly 24 hours We would before we would record, we would send each other our tunes. And we were <laughs> like, allowed to have up to three listens. That was the thing. But today, <laughs> we're going to have zero, zero listens because we're just behind on stuff. So we're going to listen live. I mean, I have heard my tune. You have heard your tune. Oh, I love my tune. Yeah. My tune is I amazing. I love my tune as well. But um, we we have not, like I have not, at least I don't think I've listened to yours. I've listened to maybe songs by that band. But You can say it's in the, it's in the thing. Against me. Yeah. 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 I had like a weird thing in the middle of saying that. It was like, wait, it's not Rise Against. No, because it's not. But yeah, it's another against, against, fan. against me. Um, and then my band, The West Release. So, but yeah, we're each going to, so we haven't listened before. Which so is there fine. may be a lot of stopping. Yeah. Or not at all. Or not at all, because we haven't had it. We're processing as we go. Um, but in continuing with our bad timing uh, of recording these ahead of time and then not thinking about when they come out. Um, we're catching pride month at the end so we're gonna do another episode where we're theming towards yeah towards i think pride a i think bit. this is the this last will be like the 29th or something it'll come out or 30th i can't remember it'll it's come out at the cal- end of the month yeah yeah because last week's <laughs> you guys know what day it is it's yeah. the 29th <laughs> there you go yeah last week's episode we also themed this way and and we'll continue to do this week again just we're two straight white guys but we're trying to uplift some other voices and showcase some people of other communities yeah and just music that we like a lot so because that's the that's the sort of weird thing i see from from my friends in both in like that are people of color and and in lgbtq and and just different communities Mm -hmm. other than the ones that i fall into the white ones basically and it's like you don't want to be we're not trying to be pandering we're not trying to be like whatever and it's also like that's not the whole point of the thing but it's like let's use this time and let's use any time really to uplift these voices does that make sense like mm-hmm. it's not there the whole point of these groups is not that they have a member or members or whatever identifying these things that's just part of who they are yeah yeah so anyway because so i would on. have this i would have against me on yeah, same like, for other yes yeah. i would have this song on at first i was like wait because i didn't do any research into yours and i'm yeah. like that doesn't yeah. okay i don't know what anything about that yeah and it was instrumental, so I'm like, mm-hmm. what's that? But that's but even like with with the tunes we did last week with We Are the Union and mm-hmm. um, Pansy, Pansy Division. Division, like same thing. Just they're just great artists and musicians, and yep. also this other thing, you know. So it's kind of like with Victoria Canal. We talked about her way back when, and she was like, "Yeah, I differently abled or whatever." But like, okay, <laughs> that's just another part of who I am. I'm I'm a musician, and I'm a this, and I'm a that. So yep, cool. Anyway, just felt like I needed to say that. 
So what are we doing? Just, uh, just hit play? First, I guess. You're, you're first. Oh, so the westerlies. Let me talk about the westerlies real quick. As opposed to the easterlies, right? Yeah. Or the northernlies. Northerlies, which I think is a thing also. Okay. <laughs> so westerly has to do with like a western wind direction, like the wind blowing west to from the west. Good question. <laughs> Hang on. Welcome to Meteorology 101. Um, Earth science. Da, 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 da. It's Atmosphere in their, and space I'm, science. Like, skimming through their bio, but like it, there's a westerly. Where does it say it? Somewhere it says it. I don't know. I think it's coming from the west. I think so too. I'm just going to type in west or. Because like you don't really be like, well, it's going east. You're just like, I feel it to the west. A wind blowing from the west. Yeah. From. We but you can also say in a westerly pr- direction, like you are moving into the west. Totally. So anyway. Um, Sounds like Lord of the Rings to me. From the Westerlies website. So there are a few things. They are uh, an organization. Okay. And they are also a brass quintet. Like musically, they're a brass quintet. But as an organization, they are also like doing musical things and and working with other people. And I want to read their mission statement. It's like if Little Kids Rock had a band. I guess. So their mission says the Westerlies create a bold and personal chamber music experience imbued with the spirit of improvisation using their four horns to amplify unheard voices, paint new sonic landscapes and cultivate a global community. And then they also have a social equity statement. The Westerlies are committed to uh, dismantling racism, sexism and economic inequality in their field and aim to reflect their values of diversity and inclusion in the music they make and the spaces they occupy. They're also a 501c3 nonprofit organization look at that yeah so i real deal i was sort of aware of them like it's one of those groups like i heard of Mm -hmm. because they kind of it's two trumpets two trombones that's their their makeup of the group and they have jazz background classical background folky sort of background like they kind of and they and they sort of live within all those different spheres and like mm-hmm. they'll perform with people of those different things like there's a thing it was like they played for with fleet foxes at like coachella or something and they just did like a sort of almost traditional type album with theo blackman who we talked about before from moss and i then, think i think he follows us yeah i think so as well which is cool what up theo and the other <laughs> the, the other two um Two of the other members of uh, Moss, uh, Kate like, McGarry. I saw she commented. Yeah. yeah. So thanks for listening, folks. Uh, but anyway, so they they've performed with all kinds of different people, and the um, where I specifically became aware of them, um, and then like dove a little bit more into them was I was at the Jazz Congress in 2019, which is something the Jazz and Lincoln Center put on, uh, which was just like this two day uh gosh i don't know what you call it conference i guess where it was just all kinds of different speakers and and sessions and stuff about different things in the jazz world so there was things about being performers and being composers and being business people and on and on and on about all kinds of different stuff and the one session i went to was called making spaces in jazz for transgender voices and um two of the the panelists on that were uh Oh, gosh, I'm going to mess up your last name. I'm sorry, Riley. Riley Mulharker and Chloe Rollins, who are both members of uh, the Westerlies. Um, and in fact, I think they are the trumpet players for the Westerlies. Um, Chloe, I know, definitely is. Um, and Chloe is, uh, she is transgender. Um, and uh, Riley's just, I believe, just an ally and stuff. And then Jennifer Latham was the other um, panelist on that uh 
panel and she's a, a transgender bass player and she's been in the jazz world for a long, long, long time. So it's kind of cool hearing, not just hearing from transgender people about what it's like to, to, to be transgender in the jazz community and the music community, but hearing from Jennifer Latham, who's been doing it for, you know, 30 plus years and then hearing it from Chloe, who I don't even know if is 30. Um, and then Riley, who's, who's also in the band and stuff and sort of seeing it from his perspective as a, as a band member and an ally. So yeah, that's all about that. I know about the West release, <laughs> which is, feels long winded, but yeah. Anyway, uh, this is their <laughs> tune. Um, my gosh, the name is escaping me at the moment. Um, you have it pulled up, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, not right. There we go. It's called The Nearer Sun. The Nearer Sun, yeah. It is track one off of this album. Um, wow, mine's also track one. This could be a track one yeah. episode. Um, it's just really beautiful. I don't know. Let's listen. Let's the, yeah. There may be a lot of pauses. There could be no pauses at all. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Here we go. Bo's first listen. Maybe. <laughs> if you cut out the blank spaces. Oh, I know what's going on. Guess what? Everybody in at, in the world heard it except for us. It was not uh, coming out of our speakers. Okay. There we go. Reminds me of um. I like that chord. What is that? What is that? Um, another one that you did. The. The, the 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 singing group that we just did oh moss yeah oh okay that just that intro mm-hmm. okay like i guess it's this just the the uh the voicing yeah quintet quartet quartet yeah, two trumpets, two trombones. Which is interesting as well. Usually there's a French horn or something. Or a tuba. Or, or yeah, some, low, some... lower voice or something, yeah. Yeah, kind of judginess here. Uh-huh. Um, wish that there was a, a lower... Because this is like, it's not really going to get... Well, I don't know. But it feels know, like it, it should be like, right? Yeah. Like a, I don't know. It just kind of sits mids mm-hmm. and up. But it's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's like a guitar quartet. You can only go so low. Right. And trombones can get fairly low, but then yeah. he's just not. I will admit too, I don't I haven't researched this tune yeah. specifically. Um so I don't know. Is there meaning behind it? Is it something else? Do they write it, arrange it? You know, I don't. I don't yeah, know a lot about it. You know it. nothing. Yeah, John Snow, the Westerners. I really like too that you can hear them breathing and like they could have figured out ways to cut that out and stuff. But no, man, I appreciate it. Ooh, like if you saw them live. And also the the homophonic nature of the music, like moving all together. Yeah, almost like a hymn in a way. Other than here now, there's a solo part, but I l- the breathing together mm-hmm. fits like it's almost as if it's one person that happens to just be making four sounds. I 
I don't know if it's you breathing or me breathing. No, sometimes. it's them. I know. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I'm listening, but the I'm like, very I don't know opening, if that was you or me. The very opening one, I actually wasn't sure if it was us or if it was them. Oh, okay. Now I'm realizing it was them. Oh, that was it. <laughs> so I was totally like holding my breath. I know. To, to not breathe so that I could hear them breathe. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> it's like, wow, they're taking their, their sweetest time. I'm going to pass out. Yeah. I know it wasn't really that long of a breath, but yeah. but still, it was funny. Yeah. So 240-ish, mm-hmm. a little bit around that. It's good. Yeah. It's, and it's very, like... It, it seemed you... really quick. Mm-hmm. And since you brought up Moss too, like just like it has that vocal group quality to it in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like like a good vocal group or a good group. Like again, it just sounds like one, like you hear the individual voices, but it really sounds like it's just one yeah thing. Um, like a good ska ska sure <laughs> trumpet line, I, I guess. I don't or know. sorry, trum- uh, horn section. Yeah, I'm joking. Um, but it could be. Yeah, could be. But yeah, it's there again. If you if you listen to various albums from them, and even sort of sort of within some, I, I don't know like their whole catalog to be honest, but um, they they can really like flip the switch on stuff of like you know there's more stuff like that. There's stuff that's um, a lot more improvisatory. You know, again, they've like backed some some specific bands and things. Like I said, their newest album is more of like a traditional type of thing with Theo Blackman singing. Um, yeah, and they do all kinds of stuff. They're, they're a good follow on, on Instagram as well. They're always doing kind of like fun stuff and showing them playing and rehearsing and writing. Seem to have a good rapport with each other too. Um, yeah. I see them pop up in different groups as well. Okay. Um, I know Chloe for sure has played with the 8-Bit Big Band. Okay. If you're familiar with them where they, they do, it's Big Band. Charlie Rosen's guy's name. But he... Um, did Adam really play with him? He did, yeah. And he did like a video on the one thing that they did. But... Um, it's a, it's like it sounds. It's a big band, and they play like old video game music and stuff, and some newer stuff. They, that's basically what they do. Um, but I've seen her like in the trumpet section, and um, I've seen Riley pop up at different places too. And I'm so yeah, they're cool. Cool. We're not gonna pause today. Yeah, I wish I had more to say about them. I just don't. Yeah. But but they're really great. It was first listen. Mm-hmm. So what did you to. like? Are you intrigued to listen to more? No. No. Okay, that's fair. I'm sorry. That's all right. That's not. I, that's not your. It's not my thing. Thing. Um, or at least not n- right now. Uh-huh. I'm not gonna say it's not. It'll never be my thing. I hate it because I don't. Yeah, yeah. That's not me. Um, but it's not my thing right now. Like there, there was another, or I guess actually like four uh, musicians that I was looking at, mm-hmm. and I was just like, this isn't. Like I like the music. They. It was very. They're all very similar. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have them on eventually. That's why I'm not mentioning them. Um, but they don't, it wasn't the vibe I was, I was feeling at the oh, moment of being like, this fair. would be really great. Like I want something like, no. Anyways, I know that it's very vague and cryptic, but you're vague booking. Yeah. Anyways, on to my tune. Yeah. So this is a band I'm familiar with, but not, uh-huh. I don't think I know this. When too. did you discover, against me oh i think right around the time they came out or like 2001 i feel like so you know this album 
but I don't. But I didn't really get into them. Okay, like they're they're one of those bands. Like a lot of bands that you bring to this podcast, mm-hmm. you know, but you don't I really know, know, but I don't really know. I okay. have them on compilations. Mm-hmm. I definitely own one CD by Against Me, but I don't know which it's one probably, it is. It's uh, probably the Eternal Cowboy. Sure. Is it? Is it like? Couldn't tell you. Torso. Couldn't tell. You. All right. So this this album is called Against Me. Is reinventing Axl Rose. Okay. Um, there was a story that I had read that I bet it's not here. Album title. Yeah. Yeah. So the the lead singer, um, Laura Jane Grace. Mm-hmm. Um, she came out as woman in 2012. I don't really know. Um, but new wave is the album I have new wave. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that's like their s- first or second major label mm-hmm. record. This is their very, very first. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's, uh, the, as the name grace states, the album, the album name was a uh, kill your idols proclamation. Guns and roses were my favorite band. When I was a kid, the title was meant as a tribute in a way. It was also about destroying your heroes. Mm. So it's got Axl Rose on the cover. It's like mm-hmm. black and white. It's got uh, the against me with stars in the back in red. And then down in the corner, I, I have this in um, a split color vinyl. I, I know red. I don't know if it's red and black or if it's red and white. I think it's red and black. So it's really cool. And I'm like, oh, I have this. And I think when I was, uh, I showed them because we were on tour in, Oh, when was it? It was like after this. It was, um, I think, 2003, 2004, whenever okay. their next, like their first Fat Records mm-hmm. album uh, as the Eternal Cowboy. Because a lot of their earlier records were like against me. And like their, the name of the t- the album included the name of the band. Okay. So like this was against me is reinventing Axl Rose. Mm-hmm. And then the next one was against me as the eternal cowboy, gotcha. um, which has sink floor to sink, which is a really good song. And then they also did the original cowboy, which is apparently just demos, mm-hmm. which one of the songs sounds exactly like the demo, which mm-hmm. means I think it was the demo. Yeah. But, uh, this one was recorded, uh, in one, two, three, four days over like a year. So July 23rd to January 12th, 2001-2002. They are referred to as like punk rock, but Mm -hmm. folk rock. At this point, it's very more folky. Like uh, Laura, when she started, it was just an acoustic guitar Mm -hmm. and them talking about whatever, which he, there's a song called Baby, I'm an an Anarchist. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, which is like a love song about like her being an anarchist and then their partner being like not as extreme. Yeah. It like, it's like, Oh, you're just like a left leaning liberal. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why don't you do this thing? It's like, we can never get along. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Okay. It's an interesting song, but this song is called pints of Guinness make you strong. <laughs> cool. Um, and I, believe that it's about laura's grandmother and grandfather so the lyrics to that um build into that so that pints of guinness make you strong um is i think that that her heritage is irish Mm -hmm. so a lot of this is 
you'll you'll hear in the lyrics. Yeah, it, it kind of sounds that way, uh, and I like this because I kind of attribute them to being like it's punk rock, but it's also, or at least the earlier stuff could also be considered like country. Yeah, I can hear that. And they're from Florida, right? Um, that's where they started. Right. So Laura now lives in Chicago. I don't know where the other. I'm just thinking about like the early current. influence of like the oh yeah, yeah the Florida Gainesville yeah Gainesville Florida is where they're built from. Um, there's only two members still as that mm-hmm. I believe uh, Lauren or Laura. I've been screwing that up the whole time. Laura uh, and James James Bowman is the other guitar player. Okay. Um, on this record, it's Warren Oaks on drums and then Dustin Fridkin. I think okay. that's the last name. I want to say that Dustin came back in the band at some point, but maybe came back and then left again. Uh, No. Okay. My bad. I never met Dustin. I met Andrew. Um, Andrew Seward. Not Seward, but Seward. Seward. He was in it and then he left and then he came back. Okay. So he's the bass player. Andrew's awesome. Left in 2013. Um, which might make sense to some things. Anyways, here's the song. Uh, this is a song that I learned on that tour. It's super easy. It's mm-hmm. like three chords. Yeah. Because it's like folk punk, right? Mm-hmm. And simple drums as well. Right? Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Very, you know, country bass. Yeah. Which is the, the best part of this song. I don't know what it's about. No, like, really. I think it's just like, like, let me tell the story of my grandparents. Yeah. But that it's just like. Which is in the folk tradition. Yeah. It's just a story. And then the the chorus is very sing sing along. I'll be drinking Irish tonight. The memories I lost my life. I'm not coming And a lot of the Against Me songs, like if you hear them live, the crowd is singing along yeah. the whole time. Like you don't, it, it's just thousands of voices just singing along. Yeah. Like sometimes, especially this song. And this this recording, it's their first, so it's like, it was on No Idea okay. Records, uh, which is from Gainesville. I think uh, AF Records tried to get them, okay. but then Fat was like, no, we'll take that one. <laughs> well, I don't think it was that. I think it was like, AF Records was like, we'll put you out, and, and, and Fat Records was like, we'll put you out, and it's like, yeah. Going from No Idea to Fat, or to, to, um, AF Records was like a sideways lateral right. move yeah. versus was a step ahead. Yeah, for sure. Which then got them to Sire. This one ended up. I just let myself die. But the recording isn't like amazing. Yeah. Like I would probably get rid of that snare. Uh-huh. That snare is like just too bland. Yeah. But I mean, this, just imagine this like a drummer and a guitar player. 
and yeah. vocals, and then the crowd. Yeah. Because there are shows that I've seen where like the crowd is just surrounding. That's cool. Them playing, and like the camera, that it, like it's just somebody holding up their phone to yeah. be like, look down over the top of these people. Like one takes. Mm-hmm. Like let's just play it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. No, it's cool. And it did very folk punky. Yeah. Yeah. Just telling a story. Yeah, there's a sing along chorus. Very singable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Against me. Yeah, against me. With an exclamation point. Yes. It is with an exclamation point. Their their later stuff is also really cool. But like you can kind of see a little transition. And um I bel- I think the the um their major label stuff was produced by Butch Vig. Okay. Um, and then uh, Laura, Laura's stuff was also, like, solo stuff mm-hmm. was also produced. Yeah, I saw that she has another band. What What is the other band? Oh, hang on. I got a lot of connections to this band. Go back to Wikipedia. Or to, to Laura. Uh, Laura Jane Grace and the Devouring Mothers. Yes, the Devouring Mothers is... Um, it's Laura, and then there's, um, oh, what's the guy's name? I can't think of the bass player. Anyways, the bass player owns a recording studio called Rancho, or Ricordo Ranch, Ranchero, or something okay. like that. That's where they, like, that's where Against Me demos mm-hmm. their ideas, and then they'll go to, like, wherever they want. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where we uh, recorded the drums and bass for whatever the code is doing next cool and also um the last suicide machines records was recorded there so it's it's in it's north of detroit it's like in the middle of nowhere Mm -hmm. apparently you can shoot guns and no one cares there was like a festival across the street but it's like really set far back and Mm -hmm. it's like a live-in studio not like the people live in there. Yeah. It's an extension onto the house, just like this one huge room. Mm-hmm. Like just imagine this room. I nobody nobody can see it. So imagine a classroom and yeah. then it's two stories and then there's only two rooms involved. Mm-hmm. There's the control room and then there's the live room. It was a fun fun time hanging Sweet. out there. Yeah, I'm I'm intrigued to get more into them or back in I don't even say back into them. I never really quite got like mm-hmm. I said, I own that new wave C D. Maybe I've listened to it. I think oh, it was right, just, there was there the, was just like hype about around that album. And I was uh, like, new oh, wave? I should get that one. Yeah. Well, yeah, New Wave was like their major major right. label. Maybe de- and that's de- probably why I got debut, it. Yeah. Which which with Thrash Unreal on it yeah. and uh, White People for Peace. It's really interesting. I think that that um, the most significant record as far as the band goes mm-hmm. was Transgender Dysphoria Blues. Yeah. Because that's like the that is the coming out record right where it's a lot of that and then there another song that i thought of was a uh, drinking with jocks mm-hmm. was the song and it it is basically like this is how i used to be mm-hmm. to hide my feelings mm-hmm. versus this is who i am now sure like i'm drinking with jocks yeah i'm laughing uh, well it's it, it uses a lot of slurs in there mm-hmm. but it's like just like one of the boys swinging my dick in my hand all my life, all my life, all my life. Gotcha. It's like, look at all them bitches. I'm going to fuck them all. Yeah. It's like, what? Yeah. It's like all this jock talk, mm-hmm. which is 
messed up. Yep. But that going fitting in mm-hmm. at that point and then trying not to like trying to be yourself. Yeah. At another point. Word. It's a big bird. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. We'll see you. You next can time. find us on social media, Facebook, Instagram at Two Tunes Podcast. Send us an email. You and the bots can send us emails. Two Tunes Podcast at gmail.com. Lots of bots. Find us on the Discord with Christian and Bo. <laughs> it's in it's in the description. Yeah. And if it's not, just message us on Instagram. Yeah. And we'll 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 get you there. Give us a share. Give us a like. Tell all your friends. Don't say it. <laughs> all right, bye guys. Thank bye. you. Peace.